Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mother's Day is May 12th. I repeat, Mother's Day is May 12th. Let's not forget it. Our moms are the most important thing on this earth. And Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom so easy. You can shop by price. You can do 25 and under or 100 and under. You can shop all categories, fragrance, handbags, gift lists. You can even get gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. And there's stuff for grandma, there's stuff for aunts. There's always top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect Mother's Day gift. And remember, Mother's Day is May 12th. This episode of Giggly Squad is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. It is definitely allergy season, and if you're someone that suffers from allergies, then I'm really sorry that spring is a huge struggle for you. I'm going to be honest, it's kind of fun for the rest of us, but I know what it's like living with someone with allergies. Craig has the absolute worst allergies, and that's why he loves coming to New York City. It's literally concrete. One thing I do as a good girlfriend is always have Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues. They're hypoallergenic and allergist approved, so you can attack watery eyes and battle runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. We are very into our skincare routine, so we're not going to let anything mess it up. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Sup, Giggler? Gary, fix the Wi-Fi. Manifest that shit. We can't be managed. I mean, the day just got away from me. Oh my gosh. Warm up your vocal cords because it's time to giggle. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't say cords, but you knew what I was trying to say. No, I knew what you meant. So this is an important day because Paige has a pink microphone. So we did Sheena Shea's podcast Mm -hmm. and when she got on the screen, she had a pink microphone. And in my head, I said, Sheena Shea, (laughs) why do I not have a pink microphone? And I promptly ordered one off of Amazon. And I have an extra one in case you need it. And that's called influence that only Sheena Shea can have. Also, we used to call her Shishu, but then we heard through the grapevine, she hates it. She hates when people call her that. Which I don't know why, because I think it's so cute. It's adorable. Maybe because it's like close to a Shih Tzu. And she want- I just think anyone that ever has a nickname is adorable because I feel like I've gone my whole life and I've never gotten a nickname. People call you P. People call me P, which I do love. And Pam is not a nickname. It's a drunk alter ego. Yeah, that's like she's a different person. I don't know her Monday yeah. through Friday. Yeah. I don't even I don't want to be friends with her Monday <laughs> through Friday. Um, You're like, I actually dislike her. <laughs> yeah, I actually highly I beef with her. All the time. I'm like, why did you do that? I really like when guys call me P. Ooh. Yeah. Like, hey, P. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> I, I think it's hot when you call guys, like, their first name, like, J. Like, if his name's Jason, you call him J. But then, like, any guy with a J name, he kind of, like, ruins it for you. Because you'll always think of that J. Yeah, I don't fuck with J name, guys. I have this issue with boyfriends because they ultimately become ex-boyfriends. And they like mm-hmm. ruin everything that you enjoyed during the time you dated them. Like there's certain restaurants that like if I go to with my friends now, I'm yeah. like, ooh, five years ago, I had a fight over by that bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was joking about like, you know how like after breakup, the littlest things remind you of them. Like you'll date a swimmer and then you're like, I can't yeah. order water. I can't have water at this restaurant. I can't drink water anymore. Sorry. It's like really triggering for me. Wait, this is so crazy. This actually happened to me like two days ago, my apartment, like I'm, my apartment's not loud, but I'm used to living on the Upper West Side where I didn't hear anything. Like I didn't even hear a car go by, nothing. My apartment was like fucking soundproof. Mm -hmm. And in this new apartment, like I have New York City sounds, like normal New York City sounds. But when I sleep, sometimes I need it to be absolutely silent. Like I go through different phases. Mm -hmm. 
So I went on Amazon and I bought earplugs. And I used to make fun of Perry so badly for (laughs) wearing earplugs every night. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, so embarrassing. And, like, you're so weird. And then I'm, like, ordering them. And I'm just like, wow. I... Triggered. I can't. Yeah, I was triggered. You almost want to text him and be like, "I'm." S- I take back all the terrible things I said <laughs> about you. I get it. I almost wanted to be like, "You were right. I was immature. I was just living I'm on the upper west now. side, being st- <laughs> a stupid little bitch." I did a saxophone player, so now I can't give blowjobs. Sorry, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Des. But it's like really fucked up. Yeah, like certain songs that yeah. like you just can never. They'll never be the same to you. Anything Kygo really fucks me up. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Ky- Why is Kygo low-key the most depressing shit ever? Like, I know it's a party song, but all of them just make me want to cry. So depressing. There's like a beat in the back I'm that's like, like Damn. life is meaningless. Life is meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> Confessions by Usher part two. Can't. <gasps> no, Start crying. Can't. I don't know what. I didn't, I, does anyone know the part one of that? Confession? Every damn time. No. <laughs> But now that we're like in our feels, I think it's a perfect time to get into advice a little bit. I'd love it. Going to bed and waking up at a man's house. What are the rules mm. to makeup? How do you navigate makeup when you're makeup? sleeping over? I would say it all depends on how much you like that guy. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've woken up before and been like, I'm disgusting. My breath is horrible. My like skin is so dry. My makeup's flaking off and I haven't cared. And I've rolled over and been like, kiss me. <laughs> you know, but, like I don't care. Does that mean you really like him? No. <laughs> I would say the opposite. <laughs> Does that mean you could just be yourself? You're like, who wants to be be trapped with me all the time? Um, But I have woken up before and like gone to the bathroom and like pretended I am like peeing and like quickly done cover up. So this is like the bridesmaid scene with John Hamm in the morning. What is Mm -hmm. your go to wake up in the morning? Want to look a little refreshed, but like not too try hard in the morning. What do you do? Just a little cover up under the eyes and a little bit of blush. Like, oh, I just woke up. I'm like a little bit feverish because I was so warm cuddling with you. And this is how I wake up. And occasionally you wake up with a full face that didn't move because you had a good like, what's it called? Primer? No, not yeah, primer. Yeah, it's all about setting the primer spray. and setting spray. Yeah. Yeah. Just like get yeah. a better setting spray. You won't have to deal with this. I a also- little deodorant goes a long way. True. Can I tell you something that's so crazy, but I've accumulated it over time? Yeah. If I know that I'm spending the night out, my bag has everything <laughs> you would ever need in it. And I've thought of like business ideas of like, how can I put this into like a package that girls just put in their bags before they go out? Like when you, you, need, you know like, you ge- have a dick appointment, you have a dick appointment bag. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like you have a mini deodorant, a mini mouthwash, chapstick. Oh you need a pair of sunglasses for the next morning. Yeah. You need a I've pair of even, underwear. You need a pair of underwear. I've even gone as far as to like throw a pair of sneakers in my bag before. Then like I'm wow. going to wake up and like throw these on. Wait, it looks like I'm going out. Take appointment bags and making them like really cute. Shit. Someone's yeah. going to take that idea. I even thought of a name of it for an, a name for it. So if you mm-hmm. guys steal it, I'll know. <laughs> um, it would say walk of shame and shame would be crossed out and fame would be written over it. I oh thought about God. that a lot before. <laughs> Wait, this is amazing. Also makes me wonder how many dick appointments have you had to prepare for? <laughs> Actually, I came up with this idea like two ex-boyfriends ago and I remember telling him about it and he looked at me and he goes, you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, no, I just want to be prepared at all times for whatever goes down. I also am guilty of um, using whatever the guy has fully. Like, do you ever go to a guy's place and you realize you've missed like a whole strip of your leg when you're shaving? And you're like, this is bad. This could ruin things. And then the amount of guy's razors I've used for my vagina. I feel no shame in that. (laughs) Like, I have no, there's no thought in my brain that I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do this. I'm like, fuck you. Like any guy (laughs) listening. Well, first of all, if you're listening, welcome (laughs) to... (laughs) Everyone has used your razor, put it deep in their labia and gotten yeah. some little pieces they've missed. And that's OK, because that's OK. I, I happen to love Old Spice 
Oh my god, deodorant. I think so Old thank Spice, you. Oh, it's so hot. I also think there's something fun. Like I feel confident when I walk around just smelling like a hot man. It's like who needs a guy to text me right now? I am the hot man. I one time I think was it Perry? I can't even remember now. I used to use an ex-boyfriend's deodorant all the time, and he actually. It had to have been I Perry. think it was Perry. Anywho. Yeah. And he used to be like, I can't <laughs> smell you because you smell like me. And like, I, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't make me want to bang you when yeah. you smell like a boy. Well, like, I do well. think you shouldn't be afraid of your natural pheromones because that's animalistic shit where people like fall in love with how your natural smells are. But then again, there are certain smells that you want to try to control a little bit. It's so crazy how that really is so true because every ex-boyfriend I've ever had, like the their sweat smell turn, used to turn me off. Off? Yeah. I used to be like, oh, <gasps> you're gross. I used to have one boyfriend who literally smelled like paint chips when he would sweat and I'd have to absolutely get out of there. I was like, why do you always smell like paint? All my best relationships, like when I played tennis, they would be like, when, you, when I got home, they, if we wanted to have sex, they'd be like, don't shower. Ew. I know. Gross. That's disgusting. I mean, they weren't going down on me, but they just like liked, they said I smelled like sweet. Oh, I hate like But that's because they like me. Like, like other people would like report me. Like I've ruined Uber rides because of my like post-tennis smell. Have you, this is going to be so gross, mom. I'm sorry. Have you ever like had sex with a guy and like... <laughs> And it's like getting intense. It's getting passionate. It's getting emotional. Mm -hmm. You know, you might like cry Cry. during it. Yeah. And he sweats and it drips on you. I'm the sweatiest motherfucker ever. Yes. But like it's ever like just (laughs) hit you. Like (laughs) I had one ex-boyfriend who was like, uh, he really liked me. And so (laughs) he would just sweat so bad. And sometimes it would like drip on me. And I'd be like. I can't like I actually need you to get the fuck off of me wait so what would you prefer a guy spit in your mouth or sweat on you oh my god (laughs) so different they're both so different not that different not as different as you're trying to make them that's so crazy spitting in your mouth is a time and place a time and place and that's a decision you're making just getting sweat on is like you know, natural. Have you ever like at the end of a date realized that the creases in your pants are soaked with sweat just because you have so much body energy and heat radiating can, from your vagina? I can confidently say that's never happened to me. That happens to me <laughs> on a podcast. Like I am so sweaty. I remember my first date with Des. It was like July. And you know what? You don't know what the weather's going to be. And it was outdoors. So I wore yeah. full jeans. And remember thinking, this is the worst idea I've ever had. And my whole back was soaking sweat. And Ooh. we went to go to a restaurant and he like put his hand on my back. And I just remember being like, this could end it all right now. This <laughs> moment, <laughs> this touch. <laughs> I don't sweat that much. No. I don't have as much as you do. You have sparkle. you ever thought of getting Botox in your underarms? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have told me. I thought I should do it like because in, in our confessionals, they have to put the um, AC on really high for me. Like I'm sweating right now. And the thing is, though, like, doesn't it has to come out somewhere? Yeah, I just think it's the demons leading, leaving my body. Yeah, it's like Joe Gorga says, it's the poison leaving you. <laughs> I trust whatever Joe Gorga says. Oh my god, Me I forgot. I forgot we were in advice. Let's see what's next. Oh yeah, we always go off on these tangents. Yeah, but if we just put out a podcast one time, it was just silent <laughs> to see how long people <laughs> listened. <laughs> you should have done that on like April Fool. <laughs> be like okay we have something really serious to tell you and then we're just silent for 40 but that's minutes. what they do on tiktok you know how they're like we have something to say and you're just like there's music in the back and you're just like okay okay i'm ready <laughs> Hit me with it and then like 30 30 seconds later you're like oh god this better be good or i'm gonna fucking hate myself okay what are one-liners to pick up guys wow people ask me this an odd amount of times and i don't have any like I think people think that I would be better at talking to men than I am. I would argue that you are very good at eye contact and you work with your eyes. Yeah, I am. Where I, mm-hmm. I work with my mouth. Yeah. 
but also you i feel like you used to have really good one-liners yeah i i mean it's it's a lot of negging but yeah first you talk to the his ugly friend or just one that's not your type wait hannah do you remember the time we were at like uh, like a bar or something we were at a table with all the Met, like Mets players let's tell this story because I feel like we've <laughs> told it on lives before but yeah we were at a table with the Mets players and I was like Paige there was like four of them and they were all very cute and I was like Paige watch me get you a date right now <laughs> yeah Hannah was like Hannah was like let's go over to them and I was like uh, we could oh, never yeah, I go, we're going over to them and I sacrificed myself yep I sacrificed myself you want to tell it no you start it okay this is I'll what i remember in. actually we'll throw names in one of the guys was noah and then this yep. is whatever other pitcher and i grew up like a yankees fan and mm-hmm. you're a yankees fan too but we were like yep. we know enough about sports to kind of mess with them so we walked over I think I made a joke about the Yankees, which wasn't great, but definitely got their attention. <laughs> you said, you didn't make a joke about the Yankees. You said, you guys play for the Mets. And they said, yeah, we do. And you said, damn, I'm a Yankees fan. And they just stared at us. And I was like, my friend. You're like, this isn't going well. She's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what you have to do is say something that like creates a reaction. And then they're going to look at the other friend. And that's where you're like, this is a safe space here. Like, we're okay. Stay with me. Stay with me. And um, I, yeah, I just remember saying like weird, funny shit and you kind of being like, I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry for her. Sorry, she's so awkward. <laughs> she's so awkward and like, weird. I she has a boyfriend she's anyway. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> I do think like, I like go in, make a scene, leave. Yeah. And then there's nothing better than letting your friend bond over what the fuck you just did. I really feel like there's not going to be like one line or one thing you can say to a guy that's that he's going to be like, oh, I want to talk to this girl now. Like, I'm a very firm believer of guys are just like such simple creatures. Like if you walk into a room and they see you and they're interested, like they're coming up to you. You know, you don't really have to do anything. No, but I don't. I think there's a lot of guys who like you who never have come up to you, but see you. So yeah, your job but is like, to do I want them? Valid point. Valid, valid point. Yeah. Like, do I want someone who's like not going to come up to me? Here's the thing, too. I was having this conversation with one of my friends and we were talking about like our guy group of friends. And we were just like, look, like we're not marrying any of them, you know? And I was like, here's why I would never marry any of them, because I've met all of them. Not like that. I hate their personality. Are you talking about your friends? Yes. (laughs) I'm like, I've met them and not one of them, like in the initial meeting me has been like, I could not imagine a day after this that you're not my girlfriend. You know, like when I first meet a guy, if he's not like, you are the most amazing, I don't want you. Like, and also I'm not going to end up falling for you. If I'm not obsessed with you in the beginning, like, I'm probably not going to become obsessed with you. Oh, you're so right. You're preaching so hard. <clears throat> but it, it reminds me of like when I when I met Des, like the second we met, he was just all right. about me. He was all right. about me to the point that I was like, red flag. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. Like, I don't know. I remember one time we were laying in bed and you were like, actually, I don't know because like he's so into me. And is this moving too fast? And I remember being like, just like go with it and see what happens. You can you can always get out of it if you want to get out of it. And you're like, okay. Because I was and now a, you're engaged. I was in a fucked up relationship before, but like the guy in the beginning was very like, I'm so mm-hmm. into you. I like want to be with you. I want to go on vacation with you. Like all this stuff. But then it never like came to fruition. Yeah. And also like. There's difference between a guy in the beginning telling you lines, which is like, if a guy tells you he really likes you first date, like, "Mm," or if he like starts talking about your future, "Mm." if yeah, if a guy is like, oh, I want to do this with you and that with you, no, 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 like run. But Des wasn't doing that stuff. Des was just like, I want to see you again. Yeah, but that that's that's a difference between like being sure they want to get in your pants versus being sure that they're into you. Yeah, and I feel like. I feel like guys sometimes, sometimes like I'll start talking to a guy and they'll like compliment me a lot in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then they'll stop. Like I feel like they 
think, oh, if I show her too much attention or like affection, she's going to get turned off, which usually I do. (laughs) (laughs) But then, but sometimes it'll happen where I'll start to resent them because I'll be like, why do you think I don't need to hear it? You know, like you can, like every time I walk into the room, you should be like, wow, you look so hot. Like I had a boyfriend who I would have to beg to give me a compliment. And then like I realized it was just all out of his own insecurity. Yeah. A lot of guys think like, well, she knows she's pretty and they're in their own head about like their dad bod, which we think is hot anyway. Yeah, we've set the bar so low for you fuckers. <laughs> okay, if a guy is an asshole to you, do you tell him mm-hmm. off via text or stop talking to him not worth your time? Not worth your time. Not worth your time. If- because he's going to screenshot that. You don't know who he's going to send it to. It's going to be taken out of context. I've done it a bunch of times where I've just gone off. And every single time after I press send, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. Silence is the best like answer and the best revenge. You couldn't have said it better. I also think... Just ask the guy who ghosted me. (laughs) (laughs) I also think that any text paragraph is not worth it. Like, I don't do text fights. If you (laughs) want to talk something out or like, I'm not... You know those people who you'll be out with and you're like, what's going on? They're like, sorry, I'm having a text fight. I'm like, call the person. Because it's like, you clearly just want the drama of like the attention. So people sending paragraphs to each other, like, stop. I don't want anyone having receipts of anything. Yeah, even if you're not a Bravo show, you don't want receipts. But Send I think a like voice note. if you really, I've had voice note fights before. Ooh, I, I like that because you're like kind of busy and yeah. But also, so many fights, they're not listening to you. You're not listening to them. If you right. really want to make amends, talk on the phone. And if you don't want to talk on the phone with them, then you're done. Ignore that shit. It's so silence so is true. louder than anything. There's so many times where I've had text fights and I'm like, I'm not even reading what you wrote back because I'm just trying to make my point and like, let me make sure all my commas are in the right place. Okay, this is getting a little sexual. Yes. Guy is shy going down on me. What's that mean? Like he doesn't do it? Yeah, maybe he's like not sure, like he's a little insecure about it. Break up with him. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Break up with him. How old is he? Yeah, if he's a lot past, of questions. If he's past the age of 17, absolutely <laughs> break up with him. He should know what's going on by now. Read a book. Watch a documentary. Like, what are you talking about? You're shy. He, I've had this conversation with one of my girlfriends so many times. There's, and there's so many girls who were like, hey, my boyfriend won't go down on me. Something ha- What's in the water? Something's happening specifically in New York City. Because I have no idea because DJ Khaled came out and said he doesn't go down on women. And like, he almost got canceled because of that. And rightfully so. <laughs> no, it's so confusing. It's it's confusing. And I don't know if it's society that like told them a type of thing, but like there's nothing hotter than a guy who's like, you know what turns me more turns me on more than anything? Going down on you. I just feel like girls are like so willing, ready, and able, like everything else in our lives <laughs> that we're like we're like if we're having sex like I'm gonna put it in my mouth. Like this is what happens, this is what adults do when they like each other why you all of a sudden have some fear of like I don't like to do that when like we're first hooking up like could you imagine if I said that like I'm just not gonna but I do do think before you break up with him definitely let him know be like I love 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 when you go down on me and if he doesn't take that in any way fuck him the ratio of like how many times girls go down on guys compared to like guys going down on girls I think is astronomical and I was like hooking up with a guy for a while like a solid couple months like we were like about yeah too long we were like (laughs) about to date (laughs) a solid too fucking long and we were like about to date and he never did it one time and I like never brought it up and then yeah and then one time I brought it up and he was just like oh I didn't know you liked that and I was like well I'm a female like you know I have all the necessary parts and he was just like oh okay like and I thought like he would course correct this motherfucker never course corrected and I was just like I mean I'm not gonna bring it up a second time because that's like I'm not begging you and this is like embarrassing and also like you're probably bad at it. Never talk to him again. Gotta go. And now he's in court. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's on crack somewhere. (laughs) Oh, this is a weird one, but I feel like you'd be good at it. Okay. How do you go to your first wedding with a boyfriend together? Okay. This is 
a lot's riding on this, I think. <laughs> Wait, I'm feeling pressure. I'm nervous. No, yeah. You should be feeling the pressure because I feel like a it's lot. It's a make or break. It's make or break, I think. Because weddings are very coupley. No matter like if it's a family wedding, if it's like his friend's wedding, your friend's wedding, like it's a very date situation. So you have to be able to sit at a table of people that you may not even know and have the best time with him. Mm-hmm. So like if you're not laughing through the ceremony or he's not like squeezing your hand or like you're not having fun during the reception, it's not going to work. I thrive <laughs> at weddings. <laughs> I thrive at weddings alone. But Perry and I used to absolutely crush weddings. How? Because we were in our own world. Like we would be like watching the couple. We would like comment on ceremony things. And then we would get absolutely hammered at the reception. There's two types of weddings. Why did I say it like weddings? Weddings. (laughs) There's there's two types of weddings. Um, (laughs) The first one, I agree. If it's like a friend's wedding and you're there, it's all about like you guys having fun on the dance floor. Even if you don't Mm -hmm. like to dance, making fun of dancing. You have to. Talking about the food like having like an intimate moment outside where you're just fucking making out um finding yep. another couple that you like really vibe with and having you have to, with them you have to find key. Your, yes you have to find your couple you, you have, have to find, to your, find couple. your couple just make eyes in the room and see who else is rolling their eyes and go towards them yeah. um even if you fucking love that friend so much there's always gonna be someone's like mark didn't think this was like this isn't mark mark didn't want this <laughs> <laughs> or like the grandma wait the dress it's like she's not the fucking bride what is she thinking um however if this is your boyfriend's family's wedding i have slightly different advice okay my advice is because you guys are not trying to be like fucking on the dance floor no 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 this is your time to literally look look great feel yourself and have so much fun with the other family members like if you're off talking to his aunt for 30 minutes you're doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah. Like, you want him to That's be like, very oh, I'm true. stressed. I hope she's having fun. And be like, wait, she's hanging out with Aunt... And um, I was going to say Karen. <laughs> with Aunt Margaret. <laughs> and she's having a good time. Then, like, you know, be out there with the uncle. Find the cousin. Talk to the grandma for as long as possible. Yeah. Grandmas are key. Grandmas are really key. Because guys are stupid. And when they just see you getting along with their family, next thing they're like, I guess we're married. Yeah. They're so stupid. I don't think I've ever been to a family wedding with a date. It's probably for the best. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, my biggest self-sabotage, how to not take things personally. Oh, you're asking the wrong people. <laughs> I've literally, that just hit so hard because that is like my biggest issue. Is like, Why did she just hurt our feelings on our own podcast? Damn, girl. <laughs> damn. Yeah, well, I actually think you're way better at it than me. Like, I think people will do something to me, and I'm immediately like, so you're cut. You're out of my life. You're yeah. like, fuck you. Where you, I think, are better at seeing bigger picture. Like, oh, they're having a tough time, or like, you know, that's their own issues. Yeah. I... <sighs> What was the question again? Reread it. Not How to not take so things personally and then like self-sabotaging shit. I have the answer that you're supposed to do that I'm not good at. Well, it depends. Like if it's with a boyfriend, it's very different than like how I would go about things with a friend. If it's with a boyfriend, I chalk everything up to like you're insecure and you think you're competing with me and you're a loser. Like get out of my life. Like I don't have time to deal with it. So you took it personally. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just like personal. I'm like you just have your. I've had a lot of boyfriends in the past that have like insulted me or mm, like told you you're not good enough. Yeah, not, not like enough. you're not good enough. You should change this. You should change that. And like I have obviously gone through the motions of like maybe he's right, maybe like blah blah blah. And then I get to a point where I'm like, wow, that's all on your own shit mm-hmm. that you don't like about yourself and mm-hmm. like whatever. So that I can write right off. When it comes to friends. It's so hard because, yeah, like, Hannah, you're very much like, if you do one thing to me, I'll never forget it. And, like, you're basically dead in my eyes. I'm like, people are human. And, like, when it comes to girlfriends, unless you have, like, 
ripped my heart out, threw it on the street, yeah. and like ran over it with a bus, I'm probably gonna give you a second chance. I'm not gonna let you in as much. You're yes. probably not gonna know as much about my life. Yes. But we're not going to have this like epic fight. I think you are better at like that mid-level friendship where you're yeah. like, you can have fun. Where like me, I'm like, you're either all in and we fucking love each other. Or I'm yeah. like, I, I can't do the f- like pretend that i trust yeah. you kind of thing i think that's because i went to an all-girls high school i know i feel so behind because i like was just like going to like all these different high schools like public schools and tennis academies and i never really got into the like game of friendships <laughs> there well there's there's levels of friendships there's level of friendships yeah. like i have girlfriends that know every single part of my life and then mm-hmm. i have girlfriends that like we just go out together and like you know and when you see what them I'm, you have fun yeah, yeah. like fridays and saturdays yeah then i have girlfriends who are like deep deep friends but i don't talk to them for like months at a time yeah you know so like and you see some of them know like you trust no more. more than anything yeah, like, but you just like i'll give them, them cliff note versions of like what's happening like yeah. my one friend katie she's one of my best friends she lives in florida with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and like i will give her an update every so Quarters. often A yeah <laughs> and she'll just be like wait what happened to chad i'm like i don't even remember chad katie like i don't look we're, we've moved on <laughs> but i think the she's overarching like, okay. answer to this question is that you can't control what other people do and when you get angry at them it is a self-sabotage because anger is an emotion that just eats at you and it's personal to you so if you can find a way to like acknowledge the situation be aware of it the anger you have is literally just hurting you and the only thing you can control so also like you have to look at certain things where it's like in the grand scheme of my lifetime Mm -hmm. is this gonna matter in five years probably not yeah and that helps me get over things i'm like am i gonna because i always there's (laughs) i do this weird thing where like usually i have a boyfriend and i'll think like oh my god last year my life at this time was so different Mm -hmm. i wonder what it's gonna be like next year yeah at this time so like when you're in like a weird situation with someone I always think like, okay, this matters today, next year at this time, am I even going to remember this? If it's not going to matter in five years, don't let it fuck up your next five minutes. Right. Oh my God. It's a health moment. (laughs) I loved that one. That was a good one. No, but you're so right. It also shows how malleable your brain is and how like you are never stuck. Even if you feel stuck, I'm talking to myself right now, things will evolve and always change. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I am so happy that it's spring. Spring is actually probably my favorite season. Winter is too cold. Summer is too much pressure. But spring just, I love doing spring cleaning. I love getting rid of things. I love starting a workout routine. You guys know that I've been trying to work out more and more. So I have the best news ever, and it's that Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm and to tap into your power and build towards your summer. Peloton has classes for everyone. If you only want to do something for five minutes, then Peloton has something for you. If you want to try yoga or if you want to do a walking class, then Peloton has it for you. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. I like that when you do like a few workouts and you know which one's your favorite, they just like automatically give you more exactly like that. I feel like it just keeps your fitness journey fresh for every day. So get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to 3rd Love, you can have both. 3rd Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school and get smoothing you know where. And they have straps that actually stay on. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. 
comfort and support is absolutely guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck in between two cup sizes that don't really fit you. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your first order with code podcast15. Oh, and I have one last thing that someone asked. Okay, how can I find a friendship like Hannah and Paige when I have social anxiety as an adult? Just look in the trash bin. <laughs> you answered that a little too fast. <laughs> when you have social anxiety, um, well, I have social anxiety. I have social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so find yourself a friend who also has social anxiety. No, you nailed Here's it. Here's the thing. What I do... You have to be honest about your anxiety, yeah. What are you going to say? I that? just think that, like, you can't go, like, looking for a friend. The same way you can't go, like, looking for a boyfriend. Like, all of my friends that I've, like, accumulated over the years have just, like, randomly popped up in my life. Yeah. And I feel the most comfortable with them. You can force to, any like, friendship. You could, like, <laughs> I, like, you could force any relationship. It's just not going to work in the long run. And I think if you're self-aware enough to know you have social anxiety, go to an event, find someone else who kind of looks similar energy to you go up to them plant a seed like oh i hate this stuff and if they hate it too that's called friendship like all of my girlfriends i've met because we've been somewhere and i've been like oh i can't stand her like someone's walked in i've just like been like oh god and they've been like me too or like certain things where i'm just like i hooked up with that guy and like now it's so weird he's here and she's like me too (laughs) you know like you have to find like some commonality my biggest piece of advice when trying to befriend women is for me, I feel like sometimes I have like kind of big energy and I want people to feel comfortable around me to know like I'm stupid, like I'm stupid. I'm not this like loud, confident person yeah. that I'm coming off as. I will just talk about pooping like that literally bonds me with any girl. Yeah. I like I'll go up to them and I'll just be like, oh, my God, I just had a nervous poop. Like I'm stressed out and they are going to laugh. They're going to feel like you just got vulnerable with them through shitting. And if they respond with like their poop schedule, watch how quickly you are bonded with them. Watch your life change, okay? <laughs> Brene Brown would be like, watch your fucking watch life. Watch your life change. change. And watch your life change. Um, I had a girl, I met a girlfriend one time and we bonded over, she was just telling me about her breakup and I was just like mad at this like guy that I've never (laughs) met before. I'm like, if I ever see him in the street, (laughs) she's like, you don't know what he looks like. I'm like, I'll find him. (laughs) But also don't feel like you have to talk to everyone. Like look around and try to find the person that you naturally feel a little comfortable around. Like don't just. Also don't stress about it. Like your people will come into your life. Your people will find you. Yes. Before we go to front page news, you were telling me about some like skincare stuff going on. What's the update? This is not paid. This is not an ad. This is just I like to keep the girls updated on like the (laughs) new things that I'm doing. So one, I've been trying to drink a lot more water like. Oh, it's so hard for me, but like I've been trying to drink water, but I got this new like water bottle. So we're hoping that helps. Anyway, I don't know if they're in other places than just New York. I think they're in L.A., possibly Chicago, but I've been going to face gym. Look, also anything I talk about skincare related, it's expensive, like because it's the only thing I really feel like justifying spending money on. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I've been going to face gym and I've been trying to go once every other week and I went okay so I went two weeks in a row and then like I went out with a bunch of my guy friends this past weekend and every dinner I walked into they were like oh my god your face looks so good what's going on and I'm like you're like am I pregnant I'm glowing I'm I'm glowing I'm like she's a snatched (laughs) goddess and they're like no seriously like your face looks so different so I've been doing face gym okay and it basically they just so it's like a workout for your it's face. It's a workout for your face. You go in, but it feels like a normal spa. Like you lay down. No, like like there's different stations. Like everyone's next to each other, basically. Oh. You lay down and they just like massage all these things. There's nothing like invasive. So you can like go home, put makeup on, Does go out. Does it feel out. good? Or f- yeah, hurt? it feels, no, it feels good. And then there's different like add-ons that you can do. Like mm-hmm. they have this like electro thing mm-hmm. that like whatever. And then I've been doing, I I go to a plastic surgeon to do this though. It's like a laser facial that basically Mm -hmm. helps with like 
it like mimics if you were to get a full face of Botox, oh. but like you can move your face. What's it called? And Lutronic laser, okay. L-U-T, whatever. A lot of like med spas have them. And I try and do that like once every three months, once every four months. I'm actually going next week. Does it, when you leave, is your face all red? Like you, when peel? you leave your, yeah. When you leave your face is all red, like you shouldn't put makeup on that night. So I usually get it done at nighttime. Go home, moisturize, go to bed, wake up. She's fucking glowing. Now, ladies, this is important because we are in this like entertainment space and I feel like so many girls in the entertainment space do not go in depth with like the stuff they're actually doing to their face. I mean, that's like my yeah. issue with the JLo thing. She's like olive oil. It's like, no, tell me these fucking wild things you're doing for yeah, your like, skin. Yeah, like what are the procedures you're doing? Yeah. And I'm so like, look, eventually at some point in my life, I'm going to get Botox. Like I know that mm-hmm. I'm going to. Who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe I'll throw a filler in there one day. But like right mm-hmm. now, I just feel so icky about it. Like I wouldn't feel good about myself if I went and just started injecting my face with things. Mm-hmm. It's so probably because you still have a ton of collagen in your face. Yeah. So I try and find whatever like alternatives that like just boost whatever you naturally yes. still like whatever you have. Because there's a thin line between like boosting what you have and then yeah. making yourself look older when you start injecting shit into your face. Right, like I want to get rid of fine lines, but I'm not trying to like do half a syringe. Exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. And the more people that get these um, fillers, you start just like immediately, you'll just see the filler and not the girl. So like there's yeah. peaceful ways of doing it, but I just feel like subtle is king. I also feel like once you like start going, that's it, you have to keep going. Mm. Well, you know, so I feel like it's like a commitment that I'm well, not definitely ready for. lip fillers. Like I, people don't know the long-term effects of like stretching your lips out. <laughs> Thank God we have big lips. <laughs> Who was I just lift? I was just with someone and they got a lip flip and they were like, but you would have never noticed. A lip she flip? She amazed. Yeah. What's a lip like flip? They, it's like her top lip was like a little bit thinner than she wanted. Yeah. So they put like lip filler just like one in one place and it makes just like right here like flip oh, up. Yeah. But in, rather than getting like your whole lip injected. And my thing, like do it, but like it stresses me out because it's like, oh, if you're going to flip a part of your lip, why not change this part of your nose? Why not change yeah. your eyelid? And the next thing you know, you're fucking going into your ear. And then next thing you know, you have. Yeah. So just be careful. Just, a lot. <laughs> just be careful, guys. Just be careful. OK. Shall oh, we do front page news? What? I want to do one last thing. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find a therapist right now. Wow. And it is so fucking hard. Like, first of all, like trying you don't want to just have like, well, you don't want to just have any therapist. So you're like trying to get recommendations. And then every therapist in New York City right now is booked up. Cause, like, because everyone's crazy. Everyone's losing their mind right now. So like I'll find someone that I finally trust. To, and then they're like, no, we're full. And then when you have these consultations, you basically tell them like your deepest, darkest traumas to be like, can you help with this? Which is so exhausting. It's yeah. like going on dates and having to be like, okay, this is what's fucking me up. And it sucks because you have to like go to that dark place. And I'm like having so much trouble. You know that Instagram overheard New York? Yeah, I love it. I was walking down the street. This is months ago, but I never forgot it. I was walking down the street and I was like listening to this two girls conversation. And the one girl was like, what have you been up to? And the other girl was like, oh, I'm just like auditioning therapists right now. And it's like (laughs) exhausting. And I was like, that is the most quintessential New York City line. Like, like people auditioning therapists because it's such a thing. Like, I can't vibe with a guy therapist well what am i gonna do like complain about my period and be like yeah that must be hard speaking of i got my period today for the first time since november and like so if you see my uterus on the street like don't be alarmed because i'm unwell wait this is great news though because you were like worried about it this means things are working things are working things are happening she's an adult you yeah yeah this is great amazing amazing <laughs> oh my god no i'm really happy for you um <laughs> thank but I, you the therapist it's hard too because then if you like try one out for a couple sessions and then decide you don't want to be with them it's like super personal where you then have to break up with them and then also the ranges of money it's like either a hundred dollars a week to like i've seen up to like 300 so then i need a therapist for dealing with finding a fucking therapist and then you're like need therapy for like the amount of money you're going in deep to get a therapist like what have you ever had a therapist break up with you 
No, has that happened to you? <laughs> no. Oh my god. The one time I had a friend like give me a therapist number and I mm. called them and had like one session with them and she was like she was like, "Okay, like I just don't think I can be your therapist because I know one of your friends and I'm her therapist and uh-huh. it's like a conflict of interest." And I wanted to be like, "So then why am I here? <laughs> like why didn't you tell me that before I came and told you everything I hate about myself?" She's like, I "I'll know, give you a recommendation." So hard too. Yeah, the first ones I'm like, "I don't that actually happened to me. I'm like reaching out to therapists and they're like, oh, this person knows who you are. Oh, this person knows who you are. And they're all saying they can't do it. And then one person randomly went to like middle school with me and said they're too connected. And I'm like, guys, like <laughs> anybody. Um, also, I've gotten I've had like a therapist before where I've gone in. And I've just been like, yeah, like nothing's really wrong. Like I like I feel like I'm just like my life is actually pretty good. Like there's nothing. And they'll say one thing. and I'll be like, OK, so listen. <laughs> <laughs> by then you're just like bawling your well, fucking then it's eyes hard because when things are going well you're like okay do i have to like find an issue that i wouldn't have been worried yeah. about? yeah do you ever find yourself lying to your therapist that's when it's bad no have you lied to your therapist a thousand percent about what? i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and i've been like why do i do this what are you lying just, about i don't know i've just like lied about things where i'm just like i don't want to get into it <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you're like oh no like i'm fine with that yeah, I'm like, no, I don't. I like, don't I, care. I, oh, I would never burn his house down. No. I didn't key his car. It wasn't me. I don't know who did it. I don't have keys. I don't even own keys. <laughs> okay, I have this meme that says therapy went well today until my therapist asked me to stop trying to win at therapy by being funny and gaining my approval. Like, okay, you didn't have to be so forward about it. <laughs> That's at I know places MP6 who posted that. I remember my first therapy, I was like, wait i'm so used to like making people like me so like i can just be like raw and like just sad and that's mm-hmm. okay but then i'm like but then is she gonna root for me or is she gonna be like Ugh, this fucking sad right. girl like i want to know does my therapist like me yeah like do you have to get your parent therapist to like you or is that a conflict of interest i don't know also then with summer house like do you want them to watch summer house or do you want them to not like do you want to just base it on like what you're saying or if they watch it are they gonna have the wrong perspective because they aren't getting like the full story so my last therapist who i don't see anymore she didn't watch it yeah and my last there i don't know if i liked it or if i didn't my last therapist was older and i was like talking at the media company i was at and i was like so-and-so keeps like tagging me like and they're being passive aggressive and they're like tagging you and I'm like, oh, like, and, and it took 20 minutes to explain how Insta stories work. And I'm like, wait, I just dropped $150 to explain how Insta stories work. Maybe you should Venmo me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just got Boomer, TED like, and social I just media. Gave, I just, just gave you a fucking life lesson. <laughs> I don't know. My mom is also so still like so old school that like if I'm ever, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need a therapist. She's like, you need a therapist? You call me. You vent to me. I'll tell you what's wrong with you. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I haven't had a therapist in a while. Like, oh and my God. My f- and people were like, oh, because you talk to your mom so much. But like my mom needs therapy from my shit that I put on her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that was my mom too. I feel like also like Italian old school like families. Like They'll therapy. do anything for you. And therapy Yeah, but not. like therapy is not a thing. No. Like unless you really have something wrong with you i don't think my family's ever been like you should go to therapy like when italians I, every- have so much fucking anxiety yeah and then they just like drink wine they bottle and everything yell at each up. other yeah and every time i've ever gone to a therapist it's been on like my own where i'm like i'm gonna like start talking to a therapist and i was like okay do whatever you want like you crazy nut but then <laughs> every single person in the city has a therapist like my every friend single person. messaged me the other day and she was like ha thank god we all have therapists and i was like funny thing um <laughs> it's like awkward if you don't some of my friends have multiple therapists okay and that's, like, i was thinking about I'm that like, for what purpose because then do you have to repeat stories to all of them because that's exhausting no because like there's some well, i don't even know what the difference is there's oh. some people that can prescribe medicine okay and there's some therapists that can't yeah what, and I then know, you also have to have your psychic we and then you have to have your, your energy medium. healer I've actually, I actually haven't seen my energy healer in so long. I need to call her. Why? I don't know. I just haven't like. Because you're single now and you're like, oh, my energy is just better. 
I should call her and like see what the fuck's up with me lately. <laughs> Do you recommend energy healers? Look, I recommend no if whether it works or it doesn't work. I am very into the placebo effect. So like if you want to pay some woman $20 or $200 to clean your fucking chakras and it makes you feel better, do it. Does it really work? I don't know. Who knows? But I, if it makes you feel better, like it's working, I why not do it? I think there's a thin line between like self-help and then like the self-help industry just like guzzling your cash. Yeah. Absolutely. So there's a thin line. Like, don't go online and buy like a self help ebook. When I was depressed once, I went on Amazon. I bought like all those books. Like, girl, let your hair down. Like, no judgment. <laughs> yeah. Don't judge. Like, I bought like literally eight of them, and then I got depression because I spent two hundred fifty dollars on Amazon on books that I didn't read. Yeah. My mom is right though. Like most of the time, when I'm having like a really big problem, I will just like call her and like vent to her. And I feel like when I was like all growing up, my mom every Saturday, this is actually really cute. My mom every Saturday would take a bubble bath and I would go into the bathroom and I would sit on the ledge of like where the tub was and like she would be in the bath and I would just lay there and like tell her all of my problems or like talk to her and we would like chat and then I'd feel so much better after. Yeah. Isn't that so cute? Well, like the mom loves you more than anything and will always be there for you but then it's also like how how much does your mom need to like put on her shoulders when like you're an adult and like right. you're dealing with like bullshit that so true but i so just think true, therapy is like training and it's like you go to the gym yeah. you take you go to face gym <laughs> go, yeah. go to no, mind so gym true. yeah because how many times now there i find myself now where i'm like i'm not gonna tell my mom that because like she'll just worry about exactly. it and i'll like and it'll end up figuring itself out and i don't want her to worry about me like but you also want to tell her my brother everything? and my dad yeah <laughs> my brother and my dad will put everything on her they don't give a shit about her <laughs> I'm like, who's going to protect the small lady? Only but my me. My thing is, if I don't tell her something, then if something happens in the future that she needs to know, fact, yeah. then it's like we're fucked up. Then I have <laughs> to be like, she's okay. like, well, why didn't you tell me that? And we could have like dealt with it then. Like, just tell me these things. And yeah, like, like, especially oh with God. the guy, if something happens and she didn't know a couple things leading up, it's very important to the story. And then you have to be like, oh, God, I should have told you. Or sometimes I've told Kim things with guys. And she's like, I don't know if I needed to know that detail. I'm like, you want everything or nothing? Like, I don't, I can't, I can't do this with you again. Like, also, if you are scared to tell your mom about something a guy did to you, that means you need to break up with him. Yeah. Like I, my go-to person to text when I'm at parties and like a guy is like getting on my nerves is my mom. And like literally, I feel like she did it this weekend to me. She was like, "Why don't you fucking snap out of it and move on? He doesn't like you." And I'm like, "Thank you. I needed that." <laughs> no, no yeah, you know, it's so easy to get in your own head at parties. Like you start, oh with, my you God. pretend you're like in a movie, like, and you're just like sitting there, and you're like, "Yeah, like I'm the home. girl in the music video," and I'm like, "Why doesn't he notice me?" It's so. And then you go in the bathroom, you look yourself in the mirror, and you're like, "How did we get here?" Yeah. And then you need your mom to just be like, hey, he sucks. Like, go home and, like, get eight hours of sleep. Yeah. She's like, leave already. Do you know what's fucking crazy? We've talked 50 minutes. Oh, my God. Turns out we love therapy. If you know about Roback, then you absolutely love Roback. Their new women's collection is our new favorite. They have an all-new Sunrise Active short, and they've added a hit tech tank to their collection. They have the best jogger sets, skorts, crewnecks, anything for the summertime when you're getting a little bit active but still want to look cute. Obviously, the MVP of Roback's collection has got to be their demi-active dress. There's nothing more annoying than peeling an active dress off of your body when you're on the go and you literally have to go pee. Their demi-active dress has GTG technology, which allows you to keep the dress on while you have to go. It's the craziest and you literally just have to try it for yourself. Use code GIGGLY for 20% off your first purchase through the end of the week. That's 20% off hoodies, joggers, dresses, and more with code GIGGLY. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's wrap this up with some front page newsy. It was like a light news day anyway, yeah. so okay. it'll be easy. Okay. Here's a crazy thing. Sophia Ritchie went into a Pilates class in LA and was only in there for like a couple minutes and then left because then Amelia Hamlin walked into the Pilates class and she didn't want to be in the same Pilates class as her. Why? Sophia's ex is Scott Disick mm-hmm. and Amelia Hamlin is currently dating Scott Disick and they were going to be at the same Pilates class. What an episode of Real Housewives that is. Wait, I thought you were talking about Nicole Richie for a second. Okay, no, Sophia, Sophia. Richie. Okay, also, what is this Pilates class? Because it sounds like it's right? hot. <laughs> it's called Forma Pilates. We love that. There's like drama happening in LA this week. People in I LA are losing their so- damn mind. I feel like there's a lot of drama. Here's the question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you more intimidated? Or no, no, that's not you like stay. Do you, you stay. You want You stay in you that stay, class. You stay, right? You stay. You leaving is like dramatic. You're taking the L. I don't know. But also Pilates, it is like you're trying to have your moment of peace. But also, that's also your time to kind of look at her and be like, what's up? Right, like, because I don't feel like I definitely, I've been... I've been both. I've been the ex-girlfriend and I've been the new girl, new girlfriend. And you have a very, like if I'm the ex-girlfriend and I see the new girlfriend, I'm like, bitch, I already had him. You're lucky for my sloppy seconds. You should send me a thank you note. Like if I wanted him back, I'd have him. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. prosper, have yes. fun with him. Yes, especially but, if the ex stay there and just be like, good. Like right. I mean, if you need any notes or like if you want to get out early, I can tell you like what to navigate. If you want me to tell right. you exactly how your relationship's going to go with him, I can or, tell you. <laughs> Or, like, if you're the new girlfriend, like, I have the same attitude. Like, bitch, I'm the girlfriend. He didn't want you. You know, like, you can play it both but ways. But I also think regardless, just, it's like, I hope that you guys are happy. Like, it wasn't making me right. happy anymore. And um, that's so funny that that news broke. Like, people are... Like, who do you think broke it? crazy? Someone in the class? Or do you think it was someone... I think someone from the class because, like, the article was, like, oh, was spotted, like, leaving moments after she walked in. Unless it was, like, paparazzi who, like, saw her walk in, then she left, then Amelia walked in. Did you see that Brandy Glanville is, like, so pissed that she wasn't asked on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? She also, like, tweets out, like, random cast members. So... I don't know. Maybe Bravo. Just, I mean, Brandy needs some cash right now. <laughs> Brandy's like, anyone want to sign a contract? <laughs> I think it's crazy. Wait, like, so publicly she's, asking. So she's basically like, I was a huge part of last season. She was like, she was basically like, I made their, I made their season last year. I mean, I get and it. And like, they didn't. I mean, I get it too. Like, she did come in and like fuck shit up and like bring their season to like a pivot. I, I, I get it, but I guess there's like, I think there's deeper things of why the relationship between her and Bravo might have, like, is she good with Bravo? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know if I would like be out there being like, hi, hire me, whatever. <laughs> okay, Ellen, De- okay, next, Ellen DeGeneres is getting a lot of backlash. She basically told this story on Jimmy Kimmel that was like a, it was like a marijuana themed episode on Jimmy Kimmel, and she told this story about how... She had drank like these three weed drinks, I guess. What are they called? They're called can, C-A-N-N drinks. And they have like CBD in them or like THC or something. She drank three of them and then she took two melatonin. And her wife was like on the bathroom floor and like so sick. And she had to drive her to the emergency room to like get her appendix out. And she like told this story on Jimmy Kimmel. And she was like, I shouldn't even be saying this. And people are like, you could have killed someone. Like, like this is not okay. This Wait, is like such she privilege. Ran- the- she randomly had to get her appendix out. It wasn't like because of the CBD. No, 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 no. Like Ellen had taken all like the CBD done, oh, like drank all then- the stuff. And then her wife, she had like walked into the bathroom. Her wife was like dying on the floor. 
and had to, and she was like, I like my stomach is so hurt. Isn't it crazy? We've both gotten our appendix out. Wild. We we really understand this experience. It's the fucking worst. It feels like no. It's the absolute worst. It, yeah, and yours was really bad. Like you almost died. Mine burst into a million pieces. That's like all they say is like, if this bursts, you're done. And you're like, oh, I hope I don't. What I can I fart? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. You feel. I felt it when it burst too. It was like a sense like, of relief. Beep. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm okay. And then you could like start to go delusional because like poison is basically getting in your body. Anyway, I'm Jesus. still here, so anyway, it's fine. Basically, if you have pain, like shooting pain, not just like di- <laughs> diarrhea pain, go to the hospital. It's the craziest pain. You know when you have to get your appendix out. Why are people upset? Because they're like, how could you have dro- driven her after you've like drank all these drinks? And she was like, it was basically like I got an adrenaline rush. Like I was fine. I could drive a car. Oh, so she's responding to backlash now, being like, I was fine. No, she hasn't responded to anything, actually. So Jimmy Kimmel was like, how did you drive? Yeah. And she was like, I had an adrenaline rush. But they were like, she should have called the police. Yeah, like she could have should have called an ambulance. I don't know. Ellen's not having the best year. (laughs) People are not happy with Ellen. (laughs) People are not happy with her. And this was a recent interview? Yeah, it's so crazy because like, I feel like I grew up watching her show to like things that like come out that she's like not as nice of a person when her like tagline was like be nice to everyone it's so crazy but also like the internet is insane right now and like yeah the internet's a scary place i just i have empathy for people um what's next snoop dogg implies that he smoked weed with obama he said he did a new song yeah he like (laughs) said it in a new song we love that still sipping gin and juice while i'm smoking marijuana blue with obama (laughs) kind of crazy and honestly i want them to have a reality show together well lastly there's fro yo gate with demi lovato oh yeah which like you were kind of behind on yeah i'm behind on she she put out a whole insist a whole um igtv kind of like apology i need to watch the documentary oh i watched seaspiracy we'll talk okay keep going oh okay so but basically demi lovato was really mad at this small business in la like she walked in and she said there's like sugar-free options and like and she had to leave because she got really triggered by it like with her eating disorder but the problem was that she was like tagging this small business <laughs> like there's obviously like she was trying to address diet culture but this is like she's literally attacking a small business in la and was like do better yeah and it was like was like sugar-free cookies or something and people were like people are diabetic and need sugar-free options but i think she also was emphasizing like using the term like guilt-free which she posted which like i totally agree like guilt-free needs to be out of like the whole diet oh my god now i'm in new york city there's like people just playing music outside this is amazing good it's crazy right but yeah i agree that like people should stop using guilt-free because it's like oh like so you're guilty if you have like it just it's not healthy but I it's not it. this little froyo's place's fault <laughs> right that they have a fucking sugar-free cookie i just think demi is like that not- i bet absolutely slaps yeah so i got froyo last night because she made me crave it and it was she, you were 16 just thinking handles, about it got it on uber eats you know they can deliver froyo so that's the moral of the story is um eat froyo but also like Wait, what kind you oh 16 handles yeah it was good I'm like a pink berry person sometimes. Oh, I'm I'm full pink berry too. The yogurt tartness. But I always have a Talenti pistachio ice cream pint in my freezer. Available. Yeah, available whenever you need it. Hot take. I like mochi on my froyo. Wow, hot take. I absolutely hate mochi. I also well, hate hot matcha. take. What did mochi ever do to you? Oh, hot take. Just but you know what? This is also what makes us us. Because if you ate all the mochi what would we be doing what I, would we do i had a full fight with a friend once because she's like matcha tastes like dirt and i, I was hate like matcha you have to just put a little sugar in it. it's amazing matcha bar yeah. wait not matcha bar what's up matcha lot matcha matcha cha-cha yeah cha-cha Sa- matcha matcha oh my god I, okay so cha-cha matcha is this place that these like two guys they're like party boys it's very trendy and cool they're like party i think their dad like owns the some famous restaurants in like okay. Disney or something, and in Disney, <laughs> what's it called? Like the Rock. Sorry, my dad's like really big in Disney. <laughs> now what? I need to look it up. Cha cha matcha. Oh my god! When this dropped in Soho, I would go there every day. People lost their damn minds. I love you so, matcha. Yeah, and they had okay. Basically, the guy oh, hard, hard, hard. What's the restaurant? Hard Rock? Yeah, Hard Rock Hotels. Oh, yeah. Hard Rock Cafe. Sorry, Hard Rock Cafe, whatever. So their dads are in that. Anyway, it's cool, whatever. Chacha Matcha. 
I guess they're still doing their shit. Good for them. With that said, what happened with Seaspiracy? Hannah. You can't eat fish. I've never, no. <laughs> I've never been so into a documentary. I watched it by myself. Yeah. And I like kept looking around to be like, is anyone gotta, else seeing this? <laughs> I got to talk to someone about this. What the fuck is going on here? It was the craziest thing ever. Like basically the ocean is a swamp and our salmon is white and they dye it pink. Like I've been. I so- love how that's okay, what and- you got from it. Our salmon's white. <laughs> I have watched a lot of documentaries yeah. like this before. Like I've watched like one on like chickens and I've watched mm-hmm. one on like eating meat mm-hmm. and like the meat industry and and you order McDonald's after. Yeah, and I'm just like, cool, but I'm probably going to keep stuffing my face with the chicken nuggets. Like, I don't care. This is the first time I've watched something where I'm, I was so grossed out and so just like, wait, this is crazy mm-hmm. and like don't want fish. Although sometimes during it, I did think about sushi, but yeah. then I was like, oh, I can't. Did I have a Poke Bowl yesterday? Yes. However, no, I do <laughs> think that... The sickest part about the documentary is when he talks to all the places who were like trying to help the oceans and they're not addressing the actual issue where he's like, what about fishing nets? Right. What about commercial fishing? But this is the problem. At the end, they're kind of like, what do you do? And it's like, not eat fish. Yes. But like eating fish is not the actual issue. It's the system. And it sucks that we'd have to not eat fish to like fix the system it's like the government won't do anything so the only thing we can do to try and help is like like ruin the fishing industry yeah it's just the crazy but here's the other thing they were like okay the ocean like we're gonna die if the ocean turns into a swamp yeah and like by like 2042 like it will be done like we'll be done yeah but like if we could change it that was like the promising part it was like but we could actually course correct yes yes Oh, God. So, everyone, watch these Spiracy. We got a lot of great comments on dope documentaries. I love dope documentaries. <laughs> I'm going to hit the Demi Lovato one next, and then I might get crazy and go Tina Turner. Hell yes. Know. Hell yes. We love you guys so much. And, oh, that's the police coming for me. I'll talk to you guys <laughs> later. Thanks for giggling with us. Bye.